Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I'm John, the executive producer here, and I just want to let you know that uh, we appreciate you watching, and all of those of you that support us financially and just by having a good time here and chat with us. Uh, particularly, we want to thank our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, which are Rowan Parker, Drevian Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. Thank you all very much for your support over the years. It's meant a lot to all of us. We appreciate it. And now I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wild Mount Adventures. Uh, my name is Jeremy. I am the DM taking this group through a campaign of my devising in Matt Mercer, Wizards of the Coast, World of Wild Mount, Exandria, Wild Mount, etc., etc., etc. Uh, go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and introduce everybody, and we will start with Corvus. Hi, I'm Corvus. I am playing uh, Cameron Eska, Human Rogue. And L. Hi, my name is Elle, and I'm playing Prize, the Elf Cleric. And Lilth. Hi, I'm Lilth, and I'm playing Keris, the humanish warlock. And Navarin. Hello, I'm Navarin. I'm playing Seeker, the Warforged Ranger. And we are without Zagrug this week, so Hakim will be very quiet. Um, but yeah, so previously in our happy adventures, such as they are, uh, the group of you were in the fairly nefarious city of Shady Creek Run. Uh, on the board, northern border between the Dwindalian Empire and the Grain Wildlands. Um, specifically in the latter case, the, the Savlair Wood. Uh, you were in Shady Creek Run in order to try and get some supplies before you headed east to the Dunrock Mountains, a range that you had hoped to traverse in order to skirt the edge of the Empire and make it to Jorhas, the home of the Grain Dynasty. That was where you were escorting two individuals, uh, one a drow of the dynasty, a young echo knight named Quaven from the dynasty's Aurora Watch, and the other a drow who was of Lolth's bloodline, uh, mystically, uh, uh, Zarema Nairin, who had been reincarnated within the Dwindalian Empire and had lived her life in the captivity of the Cerberus Assembly until Quaven and a group of now-past patriots had rescued her. Well, in Shady Creek Run, you'd find yourself in a little bit of trouble where somebody who knew Prize's former master, Lord Oric, had recognized her. This man had promised his silence in exchange for clearing his debt with the Mardoon crime family. You all spoke with Ophelia Mardoon, who agreed to wipe the man's debt if you fought in the arena and used a poison in battle with the champion of a rival family, the Jagentoths. Jagentoth also happened to be the family that Reese, Jagentoth, the vampire who changed Karis, sat near the top of. So, you entered into the, uh, entered in under the Mardoons, uh, backing you. Uh, Cameron and Seeker took the battle and fought the champion, a woman named Kira, and another fighter from the, from the Jagentoth family. Kira proved to be a werewolf, and Cameron was able to deliver the poison on the edge of his blade. Kira died spectacularly, 
and chaos broke out, with Cameron being whisked away to a prison cell, while Ophelia gathered the rest and took them back to, to the uh, Martinez estate. There at the home, the party recuperated a bit, while Ophelia proceeded to facilitate an escape for Cameron by providing a body in his place, the very man who had recognized Prize, and transporting Cameron out of the prison. So, reunited, you all had spent the night at the Mardoon estate, which, by the way, is properly known as the Estate Sibritic, with the intent of heading out the next day, and as you had taken a lo- uh, all settled down for, functionally, a long rest, that was where we had left off. So, the next day comes, morning comes, uh, you all wake up at the various times that you wake up. Uh, I believe you had all, all picked individual rooms. Um, and gather together, unless anybody has anything they want to do before you all congregate. Uh, aside from like mechanically relevant things, right? So, if, like praying for bells, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, yeah. Outside of that, obviously, your spells, study spells for 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 Hakeem. We're getting things very quiet. Um, but yeah, you guys all sort of come out into the hallway with each other um so make your way uh, make your way down uh the wing that you guys were in out towards sort of the foyer i'm going i'm going to stick like very close to seiko okay So yeah, guys, all sort of gather there. Zeramus like, well, is there anything else we need to do before we head out? Don't see any reason to delay. I was just going to double check out of the character that we got all the like the clothes and stuff yes. that were at the yes. The inn. Uh, yeah. Ophelia had 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 that brought, and it was waiting for you guys when you woke up. Um, I, Karis would make sure she was still disguised. Mm-hmm. Legit, probably a good idea. Recent events being what they are. Um, Quaven um, says, So this is the point where we are going to have to uh, decide which route we are going to take to the, to the Dunlock Mountains. Um, and he will grab a piece of paper and just sketch out. He doesn't have ma- massive amounts of maps at his disposal. Um, but he sort of sketches out and you can see it. 
uh, right here, uh, right at the edge of the entire and the in in the several road is where we are. We have basically two routes that we can go. It depends on on which one would be the quicker route. Is somewhat the more dangerous route, which would be to essentially. That's not the right. I wanted to draw an would be to cross through the Quana Breach, do a straight shot over to the mountains, and then cross it. That is definitely quicker than the other way around, because we are traveling in the mountains now. Less. The downside is, and I am not too keen on this, but the downside is with that, that takes us through um, Empire Lands for a bit. For perhaps three or four days. The other option would be to stroke the edge of the mountains and the Savile Wood. There should be an opening in the in the mountains uh, somewhere up here, and then we head down. Is longer, it is some way we we'll probably add a few days. The summer it's safer, but then by the same token, we also skirting the edge of the world. So we have to decide whether it's the denizens of Savlair Wood or the bastards of the Empire. Indeed. What is the difference? Not much. Well, I would say we've seen what's in the world. Um, it is definitely going to be more of the monster variety. Uh, if we are good, we might be able to avoid much of them, much as we did when we headed from Molaes Mill down here. Going through the Empire, we have chances, potentially, if there's anything else we want to really stock, we might be able to hit a hit a small town or the like. And I would probably have to be very incognito or wait outside the cities. Um, mm. But if we run into, we are more likely to run into soldiers of the Empire... Um, people in general on the edge of a war. I, I vote we take the mountains through the forest to the mountains uh, and it gestures to the northern mm -hmm. longer path. Keris nods at that in agreement. But they know that we're not like trying to invade them. 
the the empire. Uh, the the other other ones. The Kryn Dynasty. Yes. Yes, but they will. They will. I'm a member of the Aurora Watch from the from the Kryn Dynasty. So, the the the, the army. Um. They will not be there. Might be. We can to get a better view of these. For this, we get, where we come out, we will not be coming out directly on the front. And that's going to be the same no matter what. We will not be coming out directly in the front. We will be coming out in a marshland forested area. Um, the nearest, the, the, the nearest community is a mobile community. Um, it will not be as much of a concern. It will definitely be guarded, but if we encounter any of the watch, I can vouch. We should be fine as long as we can get. That doesn't mean uh, that okay. the path through the mountains is not going to be has its own risks. But I, I, I was just worried that if we weren't being more open about it, that might then wrong signal. This is honestly about as open as we could be, unless we wanted to go a very, very long way and find some boat that we could get past it. But that would require going to that would honestly probably require with my limited knowledge getting to a port city somewhere. I have no strong feelings one way or the other. Alright, so then it sounds like we're in any objections north. to that northern route? Yeah, look around. And then let's go. Yeah, Zerema shakes red. Quaven honestly looks a little bit relieved. <coughs> Does not relish. He's a soldier of an army that's at war with, with their side. And that's specifically the nation that he took the person that he rescued out of, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very well. Um, so yeah, in that case, we do not need to head south, we just need to head directly into the forest to the, to the east and, and head off from there. So yeah. You guys are just in the process of, of of packing up what little you have that might be out. Basically, Quaven rolling up, rolling up the little sketch he did, and, and that uh, you hear 
the door from the second floor open up. You see Ophelia come out, uh, just in the process of getting dressed, uh, or finishing up getting dressed. It looks at you guys from, from sort of that upper landing area. I see that you're leaving. I hope you weren't, ho I hope you weren't trying to sneak up without saying goodbye. But I know that you're also in a rush, so. Should you ever come near the, should you ever come around this way again? I need anything. You've done a lot of good here for me. And I very much appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to try to drop down to my knees again. Cameron's going to grab eyes by the back of the thing and pull it back up. Thank you for your hospitality. And then he starts leaving. <laughs> Pushing sorry, mi sorry mistress, head. for the, the imposition of mm. our accommodation. Okay, like, someday I'm going to get the story of who did that number on you. Uh, if there was that uh, Cameron, that one guy. Oh, that's Handel. Don't worry about it. Thank you again. Oh, uh, right, it says very flatly. It yeah. starts pushing Prize out the door. He, he could probably... Okay. Ta-ta! And yep, you guys make your way out of the home. Uh, head out of the gate, and from here, you are, you guys are already on the eastern edge of the border, uh, of, of the city, so you just have to turn east, and start trekking up, kind of, somewhat similar to the way you guys came into the city, because you guys came from this area, in, um, Probably good because uh, Cameron is still maybe potentially known and undisguised. Yeah, he's not. He hasn't used a disguise kit because I mean, I'm just going to say because um, uh, uh, Karis is using it, but he does have his hood up and yeah. whatnot. But also, we are at the far east edge of town and we are heading east out of town, right. so hopefully it won't come yeah, up. It's thin. Yeah. You guys head out. You are not, you are not a customer. You don't see anybody as you leave, because very much this is where civilization ends for, for, for Shady Creek Run. Uh, and you guys start heading the, heading around the side of the, they like said, sort of skirting the edge of the Savlair Wood. Um, and just making your way sort of along till you'll eventually meet up with the with the mountains and and make your way through it um it is It's not a difficult route, at least uh, at least this this portion, partially because 
for at least like a good part of the first day, you know exactly where you're going. This is, like I said, literally where you came from. Um, you guys sort of skirt into the into the woods a little bit. Guys, remember the woods? It's it, you're on the you're on the southern edge, so it's not like impenetrable mist or anything like that. But you see that hint of the the purplish grayish sort of tint to the vegetation. Um, make your way along, and somebody roll me a d twenty. We'll start at the top. Uh, Corvus, roll me a d twenty. Nineteen. Okay. So your first day goes actually fairly well. Um, it is probably kind of nice for, uh, uh, well, really, now that I think about it, I was going to say the two people, but really, the three people who are maybe kind of sort of wanted in, in Shady Creek Run, um... You don't have to, you at least don't have to worry about that. Um, it is not, it's probably a fairly quiet journey unless guys strike up conversation or anything like that. Um, Moving through the woods. Seeker sort of leading along the way. Um, as you're, as you're sort of scout. Yep. Um, but yeah, no. Your first day goes pretty well. Um, they settle in for the night. Not anything particularly. It's back to that sort of creepy, creepy feeling while while you're in the woods. Thing you are not in, you are not in the confines, safe confines of a an inn, or I say safe confines, and it was safe, but the safe confines of a crime lord's estate. Um. But yeah, it is a, a a fairly easy night, all things considered. When you think about the fact that you guys had had, had just come from a hive of scum and villainy. And this continues on, unless basically you guys are going to be traveling for a little while. Um, is there anything on this trip that you would like to accomplish as you guys are traveling? Uh, near the end of our trip, like a couple of days out, I'll have, I have something I want to do. Okay. But probably a while away. As in a couple, 
a couple of days out. As in a couple of days out of out out of uh, Zerhoff. Out of Zerhoff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a while for that because this is going to be. Quaven would say we will probably be traveling within the within the Dunlop Mountains. I would estimate two weeks. If it goes well, maybe we could shave a few days off it. If it goes poorly, much, 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 much longer. This is mountain travel. So, yeah. So presumably we kept yeah. informed. So once we get to uh, like a, about a day or two out, I okay. I'll uh, let me know. Okay. Otherwise, otherwise, uh, Cameron is just focused on traveling and staying warm and safe and mm-hmm. everything. So. Okay. I am going to try and keep my eyes out for anything out of the ordinary, like uh, randomly seeing like a house in the middle of the mountain or something. You know, just very right. completely out of the out of the unexpected. Okay. So yeah. So you guys, your trip through the woods takes about three days that you're skirting the edge of the wood. Uh, the forest eventually slips up to the base of the slope uh, for about day's journey. Uh, temperature slowly begins to drop before the, 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 the woods just fade away and you guys start the climb. Uh, so good news. You're out of the unsettling creepy-ass forest. Bad news is you now have to deal with mountain climbing. Um, you guys fortunately are, are equipped pretty well. Um, so make make me some athletics checks with advantage because you guys have your gear. Um, I would just like to point out that I basically have permanent spider climb. Mm-hmm. Legit. Twenty roll for Kim and Sorry, Zach, Rock. Um, no, it's not bad. This is a group roll. A group roll, anyways. Um, Ravens gonna shouldn't have too difficult of a time of this, but then again, I'm rolling dice. Yeah, it's fine. Um, and have the hardest time. So yeah, it is it is arduous. It's it, it it's moving up. You're not literally like climbing the faces of mountains, but it's moving up through you're finding you're you're moving through places that are not necessarily natural passes because there are natural passes. They would probably be well traveled. Um, so you are, you are making your way 
through some some fairly rough terrain. Um, Zoraima and Hakim hang uh, uh, like back a little bit, but you guys you guys definitely keep them going. And somebody roll me a survival check. For basically trying to be guy. I can't roll above a three anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a funny thing about this that I'll share with you. Uh, so I simulated some stuff earlier to see how, how things were go. And let me tell you, I knew it was going to be accurate because when it came to simulating your rolls, I couldn't roll worth a shit. Like, it was uncanny. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. It, hmm. it just means you are... This is not necessarily a terrain that you're familiar with. Um, you are probably more of a forest person than a, than, than a mountains person. Um... So you don't necessarily know all of the uh, signs of necessarily where's where's best to go, and there are probably a couple times where you're guiding along, and the path you're heading down ends in a a a, a gully that is a dead end, or something like that. Um. So it is slow going. But you guys are making progress. You haven't... Nobody's fallen down the mountain yet. Or... You haven't walked into... I don't know, Aurora's nest or anything like that. But yeah, you guys are you guys sort of settle into this pretty pretty um I wouldn't say comfortable. It is it is cold. It is foraging for food. The good thing that you guys brought uh, I did get some supplies. Cuz game is a little bit hard to find. Um, but you guys aren't doing terrible. Um, now who's crazy for not eating everything they provided and wanted to hold back for later? <laughs> I mean, still probably me, but I was gonna say, do you <coughs> do you have that perishable food from that point still? Yeah. That perishable food? Yeah. I hope you aren't eating it. I, I'm going in between, like, uh, fresh and preserved. Okay. I'm trying to save half of it. Fair. That's a choice. All right. 
Um, and, hmm, let's see. Karis, roll me a wisdom save. Don't worry, not one of those wisdom saves. Okay. Cool. I was about to say. Yeah, no, not one of those wisdom saves. Different wisdom (laughs) saves. Um... So you guys are traveling, you guys are traveling through the woods, um, and you guys have made probably about five days of travel. Um, like I said, you're making a good clip of it, um, and, uh, Seeker, you 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 sort of been guiding them along. This is a f- the the point that you've hit. There is a bit of a canyon that is running through this that is running through this range that seems like it was it provides some some decent uh, uh, a shelter. It is um, fairly clear. For a mountain range, um, it's not heavily forested, so there's not much chance of anything sneaking up. Uh, uh, that sort of thing. And you've been traveling down this for about about a quarter of the day. Uh, and everybody, roll me. Uh, let's roll me perception rolls. Hey, that was uh, better. Nice. You guys are heading along. And Seeker and Cameron. And Akeem notices it too. Um, You guys see... You guys are at about midday. You guys see um, a shadow sort of uh, fly over, and you guys look up to see what looks like a large, at this distance, uh, probably a large bird, very large bird. That's sort of circling you guys. Do I know what it is? Uh, it's... I will say... I will say that, yeah, you t- you two can roll me a nature roll. Because it's, it's far enough... It's in the, the, the sun's being... You know, you're, you're just seeing the shadow in the... Uh, in the in the sunlight. Seeker, you can roll a nature roll as well. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Back Good to the three. Yep, yep, yep. 
Not sure at the moment. It's a little... It, it's too hard to make out exactly what, what, what the silhouette is at first. Um, Cameron will sort of try to... He'll squint at it and try to figure it out. When he eventually can't determine it, he'll um, let the rest of the party... I'll go ahead and roll um, for Hakeem Pieces. Oh, Hakeem's nature is actually pretty good. I mean... Probably not good enough. From this from this um, distance. Yeah. He does squint a little bit. I mean he did get above a pin at least. Uh he does squint a bit and like that's high up. That is Yeah, everybody big. Everybody keep an eye out for that. I don't know what it is. And the rest of uh, you now just... look up. And you do see it. You guys can roll natures as well. Roll. Nice to see that D&D Beyond and Roll20 still hate me. Yep, this is... <laughs> I don't How's about our guests? Well. Yeah. It's a cloud, it's fine. Okay, Quaven did. So, prize. <laughs> it looks vaguely like you catch a glimpse, and it looks. You're not certain that it's a bird. And you see it starts to sort of curve, and it's starting to get a little bit bigger because it's moving down closer to you guys. Quaven, who is sort of sort of frontish, um, you guys are sort of looking over your shoulders now. Quaven's eyes get big. We should be moving. We should be moving. We should be moving. Cameron starts moving. Yep. You guys start run, and you see this thing. As you guys start moving, start swooping down closer. And it is not... You can see... Uh, can see what Hakeem was talking about. It doesn't quite look bird-like. It looks more... Um, it looks more... The wings aren't are aren't, aren't arm like. It looks more like a. Mm, it looks like a flying lizard. It's probably the best way to describe it at first. Um. Guys, start moving. It starts to sort of come into view, and it sort of swoops ahead. Moves very quickly. Um, and it circles around and starts sort of coming back towards you guys. And now you've got a pretty good view of it because it's it, it, it's not in the in the sunlight. Uh, it is a a 
white scaled. Um, probably about uh, 10, 12, 15 feet long winged. Everybody except for probably, I would say, with those naturals. Everybody except Karis and Zareva, because those are real, real low. <laughs> You've heard of dragons before. Ah. You've heard of them being bigger than this. But it definitely looks like there's a dragon flying at you. Um... As it sort of starts moving in, and just a second. And you guys are sort of trying to rush, and it starts coming down this sort of canyon, moving towards you guys. Okay, what is that? I believe it's called the dragon. It is. It doesn't matter. It's a danger. Let's get out of here. Yep. That's. Yeah. This okay. is. The, yeah. Quake was like, this is bad. These. Um. I would say we should, we should scatter, but. Fuck! I look. I look around to see. Can we see a cave? Or at least, like, an overhanging rock thing so we can sort of get some kind of technical help if he attacks. If it attacks. There are, so the wall, you could definitely try climbing the ca- the, the canyon walls. Um, there are cracks and, or, uh, you know, uh, 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 that's the word I'm looking for. Crevices and, and nooks and crannies that you could probably get in and there isn't necessarily a full-blown cave that in your immediate vicinity. Um, okay, well, I, I try to find something where there's like, I don't know, like a rock shelf so it can at okay. least sort of not be attacked directly from above or... I, I don't know. I'll go ahead and roll me a perception Sure. As it makes its... Running down the running down the Death Star trench run towards you guys. Seventeen. Um. There are there is sort of I will mark it like here off to the side. Your guys's your guys's uh. On the west of the map mm-hmm. of the of the cavern, there is a, a sort of a place that you could climb up to. Uh, it's probably about fifteen twenty feet up. Uh, you could climb up to that. There are, like I said, there are various throughout all all along. There are little places that you can jump into and 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 hide in, or or the like. 
It does see you right. currently, though. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Um, our... Yeah, I don't know what else we could do other than running down the the the. If it if it's now coming after us, I think yeah, it's sort of moving at you. I'm just basically giving you guys essentially an action's worth to react. Um. Okay. Then yeah, I'm I'm gonna try to climb up that okay thing. Then I have um forty feet of movement, so yep. that I mean probably need to make a check, I imagine, to climb it. But I can should be able to climb yeah, that distance. You can get- I'll say you were over there. Yeah, you can you can get over there and roll me. I will make it an athletics check. Cool. Oh, Seventeen. So let's say it takes you about five, ten, fifteen. Moon is forty, so it gives you twenty-five feet. So you can get most of the way up there because climbing is technically difficult terrain. I'll I'll dash but then yeah. I guess okay. I don't know does that yeah, does that help? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Actually, weirdly, if I dash, I don't need to dash anymore because I no longer count to the terrain. Fair with enough. With my mo- with mobile, it's a weird <laughs> combination of things. Anyway, yeah, he's gonna get up there and he's gonna yell to everyone to try to find some cover to the best of their abilities. Cool. Um, so this isn't. Sorry, is this going to take away my like first turn? No, no. This is you, this have? is your pre-act, pre-initiative right. actions. Turn. <clears throat> Just checking because there's a lot of stuff that I have to do before before someone else goes. Um, yeah. Uh, anyone got an idea? Um, my sword appears in my hand. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'm going to step forward. Okay. And uh, I would like to try and cast Gust of Wind. Okay. You want to put that in chat for me? Yeah, I was. I was trying to. Sixty feet long and ten feet wide. <coughs> okay. Strength saving throw. I imagine this will go perfectly well. Just a second here. Okay, uh, what's the DC? 
13. Rolled an 18. So you uh, must whoosh. have just made it. Yep. You see this big gust of wind come out. And it sort of rears up a little bit briefly, bats its wings against it, and continues on. Um, well, luckily, that still slows it down a little bit. Yeah. Like five feet yeah. of movement. Um, so, okay, you're doing that. Karis, you pulled out your sword. Seeker, is there anything you're doing? Before you're I done? was briefly contemplating casting Rope Trick. Okay. <clears throat> Which would allow us to climb up the rope into an extra-dimensional space where we can't be affected mm-hmm. by anything. Um, but I think it looks more like everyone's getting ready to fight it. So instead, um, I will get out my bow. Um, and where's Cameron going? Cameron went and, like, climbed his way up onto a sort of outcropping up here. Okay. Um, I will go and stand sort of underneath, but I don't think I have time to climb it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, uh, that's me. King is going to just back off. Uh, will move up, and Dreamit is not really sure, so she is going to make sure she is in healing range of everybody. All right. Um. Yes. Harris would also move up. Okay. Cool. Oh, I'm not, that's not a huge concern. I've got the correct things here. Uh, and, no, Rima has more than 10 hit points. That's Hakeem who's that problem. Um, alright, go ahead then and roll initiative. Oops. I didn't switch out right. Quaven. Put Zerima on. Tracker, because I'm dumb. King on the tracker, because I'm dumb. And put the dragon on the tracker. Alrighty. So, and that is everyone. So, for reference, 
The dragon is probably about, I would say, 25 feet above the ground. Has not landed. I will mark that with token. And Quaven is going to go first. Quaven has one thing that he can do really, that he can really do when there is something in the air. And that is pull out his crossbow and fire a shot. So, we will do that. A potentially annoying question. Okay. Uh, because of my currently active gust of wind, does that have any effect on that? That's a really good question. Um... Is it, it does say it slows anyone moving closer. Would that have the opposite effect for people or things moving away? Uh, it doesn't say anything about weapon at missile attacks or anything like that, so no. Okay. Um, and just for, we're going to spend a mark that somewhere there. It is 10 feet. By one, two, three, four. So that's about where Yeah. And I guess kind of angled up if it's twenty five feet. Yeah. Up. Yeah, because it doesn't say exactly how tall it is. Yeah, fair enough. Anyways, no, he's going to be able to get, get his attack off. Uh, okay. He shoots. Uh, 23 will hit. So he smacks an arrow, arrow buries itself underneath a couple scales. They're going to seem too bothered by that. Please tell me that did. God damn it! Um, ignore the fact that the initiatives all just reset. I will fix that. Um, so anyways, that is seven damage. And for his bonus action, he will just summon his echo because crossbows require the loading. Summon his echo, let's put it there. And that makes it while I fix the initiative. Cameron, you are up next. Um, I assume this sort of outcropping or whatever is fairly rocky. And so I would like to hide. Okay. Behind, like, I realize that he's sort of probably still above me, but Little I figure bit. I can. He's about. He's, I can. He's got about five feet of hide on you. Yeah, I figure I can sort of lay down flat and sort of get behind some rocks or whatever, and kind of mm-hmm. get out of his line of sight and hide there and wait. I guess a hiding's an action, so I have can't. Um, really do anything else uh, with my time, but I think, uh, yeah, I'll 
I will hide. Okay. That is my turn. There we go. Alright, Karis, that will put you up next. I am going to do something that I don't think Karis has ever done. Uh-oh. Point the sword at the um, dragon and cast Eldritch Blast. Oh, okay. You def- It's definitely with- uh, Dragon is definitely within range. Yep. And that would be a natural 20. Nice. So, go. <laughs> See if I can get this to work. So, if you just click the name at the word Eldritch Blast in the die roll, it should automatically roll. That's some decent damage. So yeah, yep. you let one go. It fires streaks and, and hits like straight chest. The dragon didn't seem to react very much at the at the at the arrow, if at all. It does have a reaction to that. It's not like doesn't fall over dead. Doesn't look horribly um. injured. But it definitely reacts to that and it turns its attention onto you. At level five I get two beams. You do get two beams, correct. Like second one. Is a twenty five. Is it twenty five which is also going to hit? Not as good though. Not as good. But you know, that one is still it sort of skims off the side of its of 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 left side of it. Um, probably cracked some, cracked the scale in there. Yep, take that. Alright, and that is everything for you? Um, I am going to kind of just sidestep a bit. Okay. So that I am not quite so close to my compatriots. Fair. You didn't notice everybody else sort of scattering, so it does seem like a it does seem like a wise move. Yes. Cool. All right, that would make it Hakeem's turn. Hakeem is going to who? Um. Oh, that is just thirty feet. Uh. The king will move up a little bit. Uh, does he want to get close to say secret? He's within thirty feet. Oh, he's already within thirty feet. Then he does not move up. Uh, he proceeds to cast something. And Seeker <coughs> Yes. You feel your body suddenly invigorated Ooh. and um 
Uh, everything around you seems to just slow a little bit. Okay. As it oh. <laughs> okay. Casts, this sounds good. Yes. Hakeem ha- casts speed. Or haste. Speed. <laughs> I mean... I was worried for a second there that if I went under 50 miles an hour, I was going to explode. <laughs> haste. So yes, you are now hasted. Okay. Well, that the Wolf Forge 2 couldn't slow down. And then Hakeem, being of 15 total hit points, and mm. being aware, generally, of what dragons are, moves back a little bit more. Not a huge amount, just, you know, enough to drink it out of blast radiuses. Uh, and that brings it to Zarema. Nobody is injured yet. He has the curse of being the healer. The healer who is going early in the in in the fight. He will have to move up a little bit to be able to affect. Move up five feet, and she will do. Uh, huh. Probably her best move. She moves up. She sort of, sort of reaches out, says something in undercommon. Uh, and the dragon needs to make an intelligence save. Certainly the best save for a, for 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 a white dragon. And yet, I think it still made it. Yes, it did. Dragon just sort of shakes shakes his head, shakes off whatever it is, and Zarema looks very put out by that. Prize, you're up. Okay, so seeing that my uh, gust of air trick didn't work, I'm going to drop the concentration on it. Okay. But instead, I will reach up towards the sky and just sort of close my fist. I was hoping I... you that this was going to be a spell you cast in this. As I call, as I call lightning. Yep. Alright, I'm guessing that you are striking somewhere in the vicinity of the dragon, and not like your party. Tempting, but I think the dragon should do, be the first to fall. Okay, fair. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens afterwards. It is a ten minute spell. It is. Uh, so what's your DC? Is uh, 13. Okay, so it made the save, so it takes half damage. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Prize sort of reaches up to the air, clenches a fist, and you all see clouds start to gather in the air. Uh, Sort of that wind gust sort of just sort of pushes up and pushes into the atmosphere or into into the the cloud. Sort of gathers, gets dark, and you see a bolt of lightning 
streak down out of the sky, slam into the dragon. Kind of slam into the dragon. The dragon quickly sort of swerves to the side, uh, avoids the worst of it. Um, but it is looking at you with a wit. It did not expect that coming. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything you're doing in terms of movement or bonus actions? I did kind of stuff that up, though. So might, might I slightly tweak that, or is it too late? Tweak. I had planned to quicken spell that. Oh. Yes, you can do it. I will say you can spend the sorcery points to do that. So two sorcery points to quicken spell, yep. but I'm also going to do sacred flame. So okay. a 13 deck save. Yep. Are you a sorcerer now? Maybe. Huh. All right. And that is a natural 20 on the save. Ooh. It is a very agile dragon. Yeah, I mean, what what's it doing flying around? For its size. I mean, you would think something of this size, it is moving a lot more agilely for some reason. Don't worry, that's not going to last because, you know, me and Dice. But it very quickly, this little burst of burst of, of silvery flame sort of twists around that. Yeah, um, and then and then uh, coal lightning as previously described. Right. Alrighty. And that's everything for you? Yep. Alright, Seeker, you are up. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm actually going to move forward somewhat. Like that. Okay. Uh, and... I'm going to uh, attempt to fire my bow at it. Go for um, it. I think that's yeah, 17. A 17 will hit. Okay, so I will use my favoured foe, which okay. is a special action. Uh, so that's one use of that. Um, and remind me, favoured foe... 1d4... Um, Extra damage, or okay. until I lose concentration, <coughs> um, because it's free, uh, and yeah, just one d four extra damage actually. Nice, cool. So longbow and six, one d four plus four. Hey. Nice, there you go. Lovely. So you see it, you take aim, you pull back, and air buries itself somewhere in that big scaly body. Yep. Total and ten. we are now level four. Wait, what does haste do? Haste gets you an extra, so it's up there. It gets you uh your 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 movement speed is doubled. You get right. plus two to your armor class, advantage on dexterity saves. And an okay. additional action that can be used to take attack da attack for one weapon attack only. Dash, disengage, hide, or use an object. Okay. 
So I um I actually get three attacks then Correct. because I have dread ambusher as well, which means I get a second attack now. Um Well also I I may be wrong. Mm. But they are a fighter class. Don't you get a second attack at level five? Yes, that is correct. Yes, I do. So yeah. Do you get four attacks? Yes, I get four attacks. This four point. attacks because of haste. Nice. So this one does... Um, uh, this one does an extra 1d8, which is one. Lovely. That's fine. Um, hey, at least you're hitting. Six. Yeah, it's good. That's a, that is a uh, welcome change from how it's gone in the past. Yes. I should have thought about this, and I should have used Hunter's uh, Hunter's Mark instead of Favoured Foe, but hey, it's fine. Let's, we, yeah. we live here now. Um, ah, so the third one's a miss. misses. And the fourth one is another 23 hit. 23 hits, yep. Or max damage. Hey! Nice, <laughs> so another 10. So yep. yeah, you guys see Seeker rush up with... Preternatural speed. Grab bow, take it, and just this flurry of arrows fire out. Uh, uh, You only see one of them go awry. And you hear a low, fairly angry, fairly terrifying, really, uh, uh, a growl come out of the dragon. Uh, Ooh, that's me. All right. That makes it the dragon's turn. Huh. The choices, huh? So on one hand, that hurt. (laughs) On the other hand, so did Karis. And it does have something it can do to lots of people. So it is going to... You see this large form sort of swoop in. Wings sort of go back. It's almost in... Not really dive because it's not losing volume at this point. It's not losing uh, uh, height at this point. But it sort of darts in here. Rears up, we'll say, right about there... I guess it doesn't matter that much because it's trying to hit. It's just trying to hit a straight line. Um, but yeah, there looks pretty good. Um, oh, thank you for measuring out. That's actually perfect. Um, and I need Quaven, Prize, and Karis to roll me. I believe it's dexterity save, but let me make sure. Uh, this would be why I moved. <laughs> yeah. Constitution save. I was hoping it would come after me, but it did not. It, 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 it's an intelligent enough creature to go, yeah. I can potentially yeah, no, I, take out multiple people. I figured. And then turn around and take out the robot that just shot me several times. Um, hey, that's our word. <laughs> well, that's why it's not very intelligent. It doesn't know that. <laughs> So, okay, Quaven made the save. 
Oh, good. <laughs> Unfortunately, Craven's Echo would not make the save. Um, because I think you, I, I think it'll hit the actual Poop. Poop. It'll be basically like there. Token layer. And the echo had been. Yeah, no, that echo is gone. Uh, so, damage. 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 Okay, that could be worse. Um, Guys are going to love my next character. <laughs> you're not dead yet. Yet. You are down. All right. Ooh. So, unfortunately, um, Prize and Karis, you take 35 points of cold damage. I'm not down. I'm not down. You're not down. Well, then. It's a close thing. <laughs> oh, my God. I will, I will need to make a wisdom saving throw. Um, Quaven only takes 17. I think that's right. Yes, 17. Um, as, yeah, it sort of swoops in, it rears up, and there's this moment where it's sort of looking down, and you sort of hovering there briefly, rears its head back, opens mouth, and just this sheet of, of ice just shoots out, and covers the area that encompasses all of you. Um, I've got a 15 on my wisdom save. Okay. I got an 18 on my uh, concentration check. <laughs> 18 actually does it. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, good. Lucky it was not 36. Yeah. By one. No, a 30, uh, it wouldn't have been 38. I mean, that, that would have just killed me anyway, so. I mean, that that is also true. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, poor Quaven barely hurt. Oh, poor baby. I mean, he did lose almost half of his hit points. Oh, almost half. Oh, boo-hoo. Yeah. Just saying. I'm just Fighters, man. lucky that Keris will automatically keep casting fiendish figure. Yeah, yeah, no, legit. Um, I'm generally leaving whether those are successes or fails on your wisdom saves up to you, because you don't have mm -hmm. a hard fast rule for that. I would say it's close in this case. Yeah, I'm you not going to. Attack any one other than the dragon. Legit. You did just take, like, almost all of your health. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. 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 The good news yeah. is, that's the end of the dragon's turn. It only gets to, it only gets to bring freezing death upon you. 
Oh no. That what makes it Quaven's turn. Quaven, shivering quite a bit. Uh is going to This might actually be more effective than the other thing. So looks up at it. And is it needs to make a deck save. Its deck saves are great, so maybe it's And it did. And you see the dragon get circled in this bluish glowing almost fire, but it's clearly not burning anything. As he casts fairy fire on it. Um, and he is going to move up closer because it's still 25 feet in the air and you can't do much about that. But if he can at least present a better target. Uh, and fairy fire is a deck save, right? Uh, yes, it is a deck save. <laughs> Seeker has like a clever girl moment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that is Quaven's turn. Cameron, you are up. Alright, uh, Cameron is going to leap from his hiding place and attack the dragon. Ooh, okay. Yeah, no, look at Roll me, I will make it an athletics check to see if you can close that, because it's still a little bit yeah, above no. you. And about five feet out. Twenty-one. All right. Yeah. So you, you guys just see leaping out of nowhere, Cameron Drax style. <laughs> Go ahead yep. and roll your attack. You do have advantage. Uh, cool. Because of fair. Um, yeah. Uh. Oh, I need to. This is... I need to take a moment very quickly to fix my equipment because it has a magic. Oh, it has yeah, a magic yeah, yeah. Which isn't there anymore. Give me a moment to. Why can't I? That's this one. To. Where do I customize it? There it is. Uh, take that bonus off. Accurate. Well, okay, and D and D Beyond wants to crash. Great. Here. <laughs> Here. Okay. Whatever. It's this minus one hit and minus one damage. Um. A twenty. Oh, but I have advantage. Hit. So yeah, that's second one. A twenty hit. Okay. The twenty one's still there. So so then it does five or four and fourteen. Yes. Okay, so Wait. Uh, that's yes. Oh, right. My sneak attack went up. I forgot about that. Yep. Cool. So 18 damage. So you leap out of the air, sort of reach out, like grab onto like uh, probably a probably a back spine just to hold onto for a moment. Jam the dagger in there or sword in there. And you do hear a satisfying sh- sh- sort of shriek from it. Uh, now, what happens? <laughs> I am on a dragon. 
you are holding on to a fucking dragon. That's up um, to you what happens from here. I'm going to try to stay holding on. Okay. Do I have a second attack, or is that something I probably am giving up to not fall off? I believe you're I... legally mandated to yell yee-haw. <laughs> <laughs> I will say you can go ahead and get your second attack out, because you rolled a 21 athletics. Cool. Like, I think you're probably pretty, pretty safely... Great. Uh, here's my there for the moment. Here's my second attack. It does not have the extra stuff, so it is what right. it is. But uh, ignore the sneak attack. Bye. Oh, a ten misses or a not? Yeah, did I? Misses. Did I not? I I held down the. Oh, right. I did do advantage. Ten misses. Right. Great. Anyway, I'm holding on, hoping to drag the dragon down, or at least help make other people it easier for other people to hit. And that, I guess, is my turn. Cool. All right, that will bring it to Karis. Okay, I don't know if you'll allow this, but I'm hoping you will. <laughs> I'm Karis intrigued. Wants to run. Okay. Run 25 feet in. Uh-huh. Jump, misty step, appear just above the dragon. Stab, stab. Oh. Um... I mean, yeah, no, you can misty step to... you. Can... Misty Step does not say it has to be it has to be horizontal. No. I don't see any reason why not. Cool. I'm go I am going to make it I'm gonna make it um No, never mind. Just yes, you can absolutely do that. Awesome. It will enable you to basically land on it and attack. Yep, that's my plan. So I will yep. be on top of the dragon. And You're then base- because oh, I yeah, I'll put you uh, move to the front. There you go. Thank you. <clears throat> and because I've leveled up, I get two attacks. Yep. With my packed weapon. So... Attack one was a natural one. <laughs> so here's what happened. <laughs> you appeared up top and from the from your appear you immediately come down. But you weren't able to see that the problem was you weren't able to see from where you were exactly what was going to be there, and you bring it down, it doesn't break your sword or anything like that. It's a packed weapon anyways, like it was. But you just bring it down right hard on, like, the boniest, hardest part of the armor. Okay. And the second attack is the And then <laughs> you bring it down, smoothly transition to where, like, it's up against the, le- like, where the two scale, the, that scale and the scale underneath it meets, and just mm-hmm. slide it right in. Uh, for oh. Jesus. Okay, no wait. That's um. So that would be either way. Whether you're attack, whether you're doing one handed or two handed, that would be <laughs> nineteen damage. Nice. It would be two handed. Okay. 
That's actually yeah. really funny. It doesn't matter because it's 11 or 8 or 9 and 10. Yeah. Uh, 19 damage. Oh, yeah, it is not happy with... You jam it in. You feel this... I mean, you feel the the the, the rewarding spurt of blood coming out, covering... And interestingly, you can see... As the, as the blood's coming out, like, covering the sword, you can see, like, ice crystals forming along the sword. You get some of it on your hands. It is super, super cold. Um, yes. It is, it is um, not a happy dragon. And just because thematic and she's in the state she's in, licks her hand of the blood. Yep, because, yep, you know. yep. It's sort of like touching your tongue to a freezing pole, but still. <laughs> it's also <laughs> dragon blood. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, that's your turn? Uh, yeah, okay. that's my turn. Hakeem is up. Hakeem is going to, from where he is, he's keeping concentration on haste, so he can't do another concentration spell. Grease doesn't do him any good right now. Um... You know, he's just going to cast a firebolt, because why not? It's either that or Ray of Frost, and one of those seems like a really bad idea at the moment. <laughs> firebolt goes awry. Okay, that was that turn. Uh, <laughs> okay, Zarema's turn. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys are all within what she's going to need to do, or not need to do, she was going to do. Yeah, you're all within 60 feet. So, everybody who is hurt, which is Prize, Quaven, and Karis. And technically the dragon, but I don't think she's going to be targeting it. I No, she's not going to target the dragon in this case. Um, tempting as that may be. Um, you all get a... You, ah... You all get eight hit points back. As she stays there, sort of reaches out sort of towards all of you. And you feel... Fortunately, it's not the super creepy, oh god, there's spiders crawling all over me this time. Instead, it's still not great. It feels like... Um, it feels like essentially she is taking the, 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 the death energy that is surrounding you away and it wants to hold on to you because you're hurt. And so there is this sort of wrenching feeling on your body as she rips it away and you feel better. But also worse. Okay. And that is her bonus action for her action. She is going to try to try to mind sliver again. Um so it needs to make another intelligence save. Okay, that time it failed. Should have failed the first time. Fucking thing has an intelligence of six. 
Uh, so she does. No, bad damage. So you see it sort of shriek, shake its head a little bit, like something that she 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 looks up at against as it were. So her eyes sort of those, those segmented eyes sort of glow a little bit. She locks eyes with it, and it sort of pulls back, looks slightly dazed. And that is the end of her turn. Price, you are up. Alrighty. Um, I'm going to uh, ask the dragon to make a constitution saving throw as I cast blindness deafness. Okay. It is better on constitution saving throws than it is pretty much anything else. Uh, 15? Does succeed. Okay. So yeah, its eyes sort of cloud over for a moment. It shakes it off. It's down at you and glares. Yeah, I'm not backing down, so I'm not moving. Okay. Seeker, you're up. Yes. Um, it's getting harder to chew to everyone, and it seems like people have decided that the place to be is on the dragon. <laughs> yep. Yeah, hard, isn't it? Mm. Look, I'm, mine, my, my pointy things have to stay near me when I use them, so... Hmm. Uh, Karis isn't quite in her right mind right now. Yeah, it's more concerning that Cameron, who is in his right mind... No. <laughs> Alright, well, seeing as that's all going on, um... I mean, just don't shoot him. <laughs> yeah, that'll be easy, you know. It's like Corvus and I have a history of it's ranged attacks true. going... <laughs> um... I love that history. Okay, let's let's shoot at the... Let's shoot at the dragon. Alright. One. Here comes the nat one. Hey, twenty-six. Or the nineteen. Yep, that's gonna hit. Ooh, okay, that's 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 good. Let's see what favorite bow does. Okay, cool. Twelve damage. Nice. Uh, so that was one. Yep. Uh, I am a martial class, so I've got a second. Yep. Nineteen. Nineteen's gonna hit. Nine. Another nine. Um, and then um, my third attack for haste. Yep. Ah, 13. The 13 does miss, though. Yeah, I figured. Okay, that's cool. Um, I'm actually... I'm going to move... I'm going to try and move um, and get some height, if okay. I can. Yeah, you're, you're moving is, is there like anywhere I can go that's higher up? Or you, your movement is like whatever it is. Uh, 30 normally. 60. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you could get right where right where Cameron had been. That's sure, about twenty let's feet do up. That. Yep, that seems useful. I'm gonna do that. Perfect. Um, and then I don't think I have a bonus action, so yeah, I'll finish there. All right. Makes it the dragon's turn. I have to roll a d6. Ah, for yes. Yep. That was a two, so it does not recharge its breath weapon. 
The dragon suddenly, what looked like it was going to be pretty easy prey, have just fucked it up. Um, and two of them are hanging off of it. He is not a happy dragon. Um. Oh, poor baby. Huh. The riddle be cherry, is he? Alright, I am going to need... Yeah, I'm going to need Karis and Cameron to give me... I guess this is going to be the equivalent of uh, a, 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 a grappling roll. So, resisted... You guys are grappling. He's trying to get free, so give me a athletics roll. Um, would Spider Climb aid me here where I can literally stand on a ceiling? I need to see. Can you put Spider Climb in the in in the chat for me? Because I don't know if a person counts for that. <laughs> Vertical surfaces, ceilings. I'm going to say no because it's the the, okay. the magic is intended to work on terrain essentially. Um and yeah. He's not trained. Well, those are gonna be unfortunate. Um He still has to make an athletics roll. He could conceivably fail. It's unlikely. But uh, let's see. So his athletics is just a straight strength roll. Okay, that was a 19. So the dragon quickly alters its direction and just shoots straight in the air. Um, And you both, it is such a sudden movement that you both lose your, lose your grip and you fall. Mm-hmm. So, guys are, I'm going to say 30 feet because you're on top of something that was, that's easily five foot tall and mm-hmm. it was 25 mm-hmm. feet in the air. So 3d6. You each take 13 points of, da- of bludgeoning damage. Yeah, I'm unconscious. Thump. And then, is there any option that I could try and catch one of them? Yes. Uh, uh, ooh. Not where you're at, I don't think. Okay. It's too far away, because he's basically just shooting straight. I mean, there's a slight curve to it. But, but, but essentially straight up in the air. Um... Okay. He goes up about about 40 feet. <coughs> Actually, probably not even that. Probably about 20 feet once he sees that you guys have fallen off. Mm. I should make an intelligence roll, see if he's smart enough to realize I should run away. That was um, a 3 with a minus 2 to it, so it was a non-natural <laughs> 1. He is turning back around, and he is coming to land on the ground, and he's going to attack. 
He doesn't land on you. You don't take additional damage. <laughs> uh, and he will attack. He's going to bite at Quaven. Karis is unconscious. Karis is in a threat. Um, and it's going to probably bite Quaven, Claw, Cameron, and then the second Claw will be depending on how those attacks go. Uh, so. Uh, bite is. That's a natural one. Uh, claw on Cameron is a 13 to hit. And the other claw will probably be on. You know, it's probably Quaven because he attacked Quaven first. Is a 24 to hit? That one hits. Wait, is it thir- 13 to hit me? Yeah, that misses. Yeah. So he's, uh, the giant jaws come snapping down at Quaven, who rolls out of the way. Claws sort of swing over in your... Basically, he tries to step on you, because you're still on the ground. You're prone. And you roll out of the way. In the process of, do- uh, 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 of sort of rolling back from the bite, gets just slammed by the claws. Takes a not insignificant amount of damage. It's basically flailing at this point. Um, that is the end of its turn. Quaven's turn. Quaven is going to try to attack. Now he can actually attack. Um, roll one. A twelve, which misses. And then... A 14, which also misses. So he's swinging his scimitar around, and he just can't, can't, they, both strikes bounce off of its high. Uh, Cameron, you are up. Okay, so he, but he's, um, the dragon is where he is on the map after all that yes. flying around? Yep. And he's down at our level? Correct. Okay. Uh, I'm going to assume I just fell sort of... Uh, let's put myself slightly away, so... Because I cannot occupy the same square. Right. Uh, and I will just attack. I assume you spend half your movement to get up. Uh, I... Yes. Yes. And then I will... Actually... If I remember rightly, it actually doesn't matter. It doesn't change my damage or attack or anything. It's no, weird. It change if you get attacked. <laughs> yes. But if the dragon hits you back, the dragon has advantage. Yeah. Um, alright, yes. And then also I'll attack with my primary weapon. Uh, I don't... Actually, I'll use my movement and I'll also That's step to this side. If you are prone, you have disadvantage on attack rolls. Oh, do I? Okay. Oh, yeah. That's true. Uh, I'll step slightly to the side as I do that okay. as well, so that I can flank. Yep. And, and then I will attack with my short sword. There's my... Is this this one. Okay. Uh, there. 16. Does a 16 hit? A 16 misses. Ah! Oh, you come in, and it just, in the last second, just its wings sort of come forward and just knocks her hand just far enough off. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, Good news then... is you found the armor class. Yay! <laughs> Hooray! Um, with my bonus attack, bonus action. Um, I am going to. Leap directly into the mouth. <laughs> no. Safest this, place. Like, there's also, there's like rocks and stuff around. If I was to say move away 15 feet or so, would I be able to find a rock to hide behind? Yes. Like something. Okay, cool. So yeah, he's going to stab at the dragon. That misses. But then he's going to roll sort of like under the dragon's wing and runs while he's not looking. Uh, let's say. Over five, ten, fifteen, like over here. Okay. Behind some rubble. Yep. Roll and lays down. Roll. Cool. Yes, I can do that. Ten. That's not great, but that's fine. Um, and I didn't need to disengage to do that, so that I was, well, because of my thingamajig that doesn't, yep. that lets me do all the things. Um, also, none of this difficult terrain matters to me for the most part. Oh no, that's only if I do hit, do dash. Uh, right, so I hide with a 10 stealth, so not great. Not great. Not the best rocks on this side, it's I guess. It's also not the most perceptive dragon, so you're not sure at the moment. At the very least, it's probably your, it, you're probably its least concern right now. Yeah, okay, cool. Anyway, All right. uh, and that is my turn. All right. Lying in wait. Karis, make me a death save. Hey, there's one success. Uh, Hakeem... Is going to move over slightly so that Zerim is not between him and the dragon, and will fire off another firebolt. Yeah, no firebolt. Nineteen's gonna hit. That's some real good damage. Um, so yeah, you see, fires off his firebolt, it streaks through there, slams into it, it shrieks, turns and glares at him, sort of panting at this point. Um, and Akim is comfortably a ways away at the moment, so he's just going to say where he is, and that brings it to Zerima. Zerima can see Karis, so... Zarema is going to drop a uh it's going to drop a second level healing word on you so Karis, you get nine hit points back. You wake up kind of itchy, okay. really hurting, open your eyes, and there's a dragon above you. Directly above you. And I failed my wisdom save, so guess what I'm doing on my turn? Oh god, okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, and that makes it... Uh, oh no, no, it's gonna... Uh, she's, Zerim is also going to try... Uh, I'm... Thank you. 
I'm just hearing that audio clip of Doctor Who where it's like, you're going to fight it, aren't you? But it's been replaced with, you're going to bite it, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Who? Me? <laughs> make it... Make a... Oh, because... Oh, that's... Yeah, I need to see a ring. I see this. See. Before the end of your next turn, so it does lose 1d4 from this saving throw. Um. One D four is not going to make a difference. Uh dragon gets get starts to get covered with with biting spiders and and scorpions and things like that, but it doesn't seem to notice. Uh Price, you're up. Uh so guess who realized they still have two inspirations. <laughs> Would that be you? Maybe. Oh, crap, I've got four. <laughs> so I'm gonna move up. Okay. Because the dragon is about as intelligent as I am and has decided to land, uh, I will be casting Inflict Wounds. Okay. At third level. Okay. Keep in mind you can and only use one inspiration on a yep. roll. I will be using one inspiration on this roll. Go for it. Here's where like you net twenty. Okay. <laughs> hey, look, you asked for it. No, I said uh... here's where you do, not please do. But you know yeah, that works. And I, I, I happily obliged. So that was a natural. So go ahead and roll that damage. Jesus Christ! Huh. Me, Angie. <laughs> so, needless to say, I will just, for perspective, before we get into this, so you know where it was at, after the firebolt, it had three hit points left. Oh, hmm. So that in mind, how would you like to do this? I am going to try and see if I can reach a spot where someone has attacked it before. Uh-huh. There's sort a of real si big wide opening where 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 Karis's sword had 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 come through. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna shove my whole hand straight into it. Okay. So I'm inside the dragon and just release all of that energy at once. Okay. You stick your hand in. Ignore the fact that your hand is immediately getting frostbite. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't care. Um, Let it go. Pull your hand out. It's already blue and shivery and covered in frost and snow and ice. You see the dragon sort of, sort of, almost do a full body <laughs> shudder, and it seems confused and not really sure what's what's going on. And it opens its mouth. Let's see. So technically, it was probably pointed at because it been it it had been attacking between. It's probably pointed directly at Kitsurema. Um. It opens its mouth 
and just starts vomiting blackness. Which also comes pouring out of that hole on its side. And where a few scales had been knocked off from Hakeem. And out of its eyes. And out of its ears. Uh, and basically, out of every whole orifice, you name it, that it has. It New makes, or otherwise. Yeah. It makes this sound that sounds like it would be a scream if it wasn't in the process of drowning in this black, just liquid necrotic energy. And it's coming out basically with the consistency of, like, seawater. And eventually sort of, you can see its actual body start to shrivel. And then it just sort of falls over and lies still. The dragon, at least, is out of combat. Because mm-hmm. dead things don't combat much. Yeah, I, I'm i just going to like slump my shoulders and breathe heavily and just let my guard down. Good. That can certainly not go wrong. I am, to be fair, this group has traveled together for a little while. They're all present in other instances. I'm going to give Quaven, who is right next, a insight roll. Mm-hmm. Which he's not terrible at. Also, I'm rolling dice. <laughs> so that was a natural four, which makes a six. He is currently... I mean, he just got, he just got kind of led on by death goo, death water. Um, and it was really, fr- it, it, it came out almost like a, you're guessing that the reason it came out as thick as it did was because, well, it's kind of like an, it's kind of like a necrotic slushy. Ooh, delicious. <laughs> yes, that is 100% the episode title. Write it down. <laughs> Necrotic slushy. Um, but he is completely missing what's going on. Also, you're kind of underneath the dragon at the moment. Like, like not, not actually underneath it, but like, you know, there's probably like a wing separating him and you and seeing you. So yeah, he doesn't notice you. Yep. You all sort of take a moment to catch your breath. Um, yeah. Karis will sit up, stand up, with absolutely nothing in their eyes, and lunge for the closest warm body. Which is prize. Which is prize. Him. It's kind of close between prize and, and, 
and Quaven, but no prizes. Prizes in our I tend to consider adjacent closer than Kitty Corner. And so Quaven just got a slushy bath, so he's probably physically colder. Also true. So, uh, fine point. Natural weapon, which counts as a simple melee weapon with which you are proficient. Yep. Add your con modifier instead of your strength modifier. So I'm going to roll it might, as my. Let me see. It might. I would. I would think that does it not have it on? Does it not add it to your sheet and D John? Uh, no, because it's saying plus five, and my charisma is plus four on its own, plus proficiency of three, so it's doing it as strength. It's doing, it's, it's doing your con modifier. Ah. Because that's what it says, you add your constitution modifier Uh, instead of your strength modifier. So yeah, the plus five is accurate. Does it twelve hit? Uh, depends. Do you count me not paying attention as advantage or not? You know what? Yes, this is a surprise attack. I will say that you do have advantage. Uh, an eighteen does. An eighteen hit. will definitely hit. Go ahead and roll that damage and get some hit points back. Uh, that is, uh, six, apparently. Yep. So, yeah, I get six HP back and you take six damage. Sorry. At that point, Quaven looks over surprised. Uh, and is going to... You're still latched on, I assume. Oh, yeah. He's going to shove you. So, roll me a... It's it's uh, athletics or acrobatics. I hate ties. I hate ties so, so much. What big Quaven does have the higher multiplier. That's true. So yeah, I'm going to say he, it takes the reckoning, but he shoves you back and very, essentially shoves you back, shoves, and puts himself in between you two. Uh, Karis hisses. Everybody else can, can definitely react to this. And definitely passes a wisdom saving throw. Yep. So you see the lights come back on, I suppose, in her eyes, and she kind of slumps. Well, looking incredibly apologetic and sorry. And it's like, oh god, what did I do? What did I do? I'm casting Sacred Flame. Yep. Next save. Sorry, hold on. Um, yeah, everybody else at a spell, this point, right? 
At this yeah. point, everybody else can react before you guys continue. So, um, I didn't actually bother to move my token because the fight was over, but I'd right. like to be, you know, standing in the group. Okay. Um, and I actually have Mage Slayer, so when Fries goes to cast the f- thing, I get an attack opportunity. <laughs> um, I don't know where to fit it in, but Cameron is going to basically run from where he's hiding right. to tackle Karis. Okay. That's doable from where you're at. Because your your speed is like forty, yeah. You can sort of slide down and run over. Yeah, I, I would say that would be doable. Uh, yeah, uh, ima- imagine if we both go get ahead and roll your this. go ahead and roll your your attack. Uh, um, whatever your attack is going to be. Yeah, I, I think it would just be. Are you no way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to do, do like an, an yeah arm. seekers first, and then we'll do the tackle. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, um, <coughs> yeah. yeah. So that's four bludgeoning, I'm, which is I'm out. theoretically, um, the, the, what do you call it? The the non killing damage. damage. That's the one subdual. Yeah, you <laughs> you just punch fries out. Yeah, <laughs> Hulk style. Meanwhile. A a a a a a a blur of 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 rogue comes over. Uh, we're gonna take this right here. Looks like I, I was like, it's either a shove or a grapple, but either way, that's an athletics yeah, check. Yeah, it's so. a yeah. I'm gonna say it's a grapple. I'm gonna say, as Karis has passed her wisdom's check, she does not oppose. <laughs> so, essentially, Quaven and when Quaven had sort of pushed Price back and gone, had gone very much mechanically into I'm in bodyguard mode. Uh, so there was definitely this sort of instinctual regarding Karis as a thing. Karis relaxed for a moment. Quaven had just started to let that down. All of a sudden, there here's like the beginning of a spell being cast behind him and a boom, thunk, and then cackle in front of him. <laughs> He's like, what in the fuck? Um, I mean, I understand and I understand, but. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just holding on to Karis to fight Vic. To... Yep. I did, didn't know that she wasn't. This was no longer yeah. a threat. <laughs> Currently trying to restrain her. Yeah, Karius has completely relaxed and not with it. If she wasn't being restrained, she would have curled up into um, a fetal ball, just okay. upset with themselves. Right. Uh, assuming once once um once Cameron figures out that she's not like struggling or she's not a threat, he's going to sort of lie a letter, lie down on the ground, but like stay sort of kneeling over her, between her and the rest of the group. Yep. Uh, yeah, Price, you, Zarema comes, clo- comes close, murmurs something, and you get healed by seven. As soon as I'm awake, I'm like scrambling away from the direction of wherever Karis is. 
just sort of like huddling in on myself. Keris is kind of doing the exact same thing to Price. Zarema sort of stays at Price's uh, at Price's side. It's all right. Everything's okay now. You yeah. Are you? Oh, he's looking at Cameron's looking around. Up. Are you? Are you okay? Are you? It's like not. It's like, are you okay? To Keris. Keris just draws her, you know, curls up even more, and is just rocking slightly. But it does not look like she's going to attack anyone or do anything. Uh, he just sort of hold up a hand and just like, don't come, don't come over here to, to everybody to Quaven and Seeker and yeah, Rise is not coming. Clearly not interested coming in this direction, but like yeah, hey, Zerima stay gives you a back little off nod. Looks over. Uh, right, we're gonna need somewhere to. I don't know. Rest for a bit. Um, what, what time of day is this all happening? It is. It's probably getting close to evening. And luckily, being knocked out breaks my concentration, so you can see the thundercloud going away and yes. where the sun is. Yeah. Do uh do do the dragons have a a nest or a lair? Yeah, they usually have. Yeah, they usually have some sort of, some sort of lair. Um, I don't know. That where. might be a safe place. Possibly. Uh, Seeker, could you maybe? Are you and Quaven go look and go? We're okay yes. here. We'll be good here. You guys go yes. perhaps try and find us a place to hole up for the night, maybe. Okay. Craven looks a little reluctant, but 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 just because can't leave my two charges, but he nods. Uh, let us go. Hopefully, we can find somewhere to get out of this. Or to get warm, I suppose. Because yeah, some of you are also really kind of cold at the moment, too. I mean, you know, you you got. You survived the blast, but it's still so, just survived. Yeah, Navarne, roll me a survival roll. Okay. What? It, what? <laughs> How? Now, you know what? Can I use? Oh, no, you can't use it after you rolled. No, you can. You absolutely can. I allow you. No, I would like to use an inspiration. Yes, go for it. I will re-roll the survival, because that's more like it. I'm actually good at survival. That's better. Honestly, I probably should have said roll advantage, because Quaven is helping you, but Mm. either way. Ah, that's fine. 
So you guys start looking around. You guys start. You guys essentially move down, sort sort of, uh, like down this way, uh, uh, a ways. Sort of climb up a little bit out of the roof, and you guys do eventually. You guys will have to climb out of this this uh, canyon, which isn't isn't that difficult. It's only about a thirty foot climb. Um, but you do find sort of a large sort of plateau area. There is there is def- there there is a a very clear cave area. That you can sort of sort of climb in, or not climb in, just head in. That would fit everybody. I am trying my best to keep as much distance between yeah. myself and Karis as possible, and yep, like in an attempt to kind of merge physically with Seeker's arm. By how how tight I'm like holding on and hugging. Uh as Seeker is leaving. Yep. Uh Seeker like drags for a second and then looks down and is like What? <laughs> Huh? I do not understand. Don't leave me here with that, that thing. Zarema reaches What's out. That? Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm actually just going to pick Prize up and put like Prize on my shoulders and walk. Because <laughs> I assume Prize means the dragon. <clears throat> Fair enough. I'm like, it's dead, it can't hurt you. It did. Quaven will lean in as you guys are walking, and she means chaos. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, it kind of does. Could all of you start making sense? I dislike this. I'm not saying that I agree with the specifics of the assessment, although I do not, I'm not certain yet, but I understand the hesitance perhaps. It was a loss of control. I believe. Though I do understand Mm. this is... There has been a specific target multiple times. How are you feeling about it? 
And it sounds exactly that awkward coming out of Quavo. Uh, directed at me? Yes. Um, I crossed it. Sorry, say that again. You, you, I, you, you cut out halfway through. I, I, I don't trust it. I can understand not trusting her. But I also remember Gillis has done many things that has that has potentially protected and perhaps even saved you at times, yes? Just like a little bit of almost stubborn silence. You do not need to worry. We- so go ahead. Sorry, how much do we know about? Well, we 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 had a conversation about it, right? Yes, you had a conversation. Yeah. Okay, just checking. I don't think Karis has gone into the specifics of the how of the the urge and how it's triggered or anything like that. But you have some sense of what Karis' experience with Reese did. Yes. Quaven says, Clyde, do you remember what I had said to you before? Head off the ship, it's sinking. Mm-hmm. Oh, this doesn't happen often, but you actually get a little bit of a, a little bit of a of, of very quickly banished away, but a brief smile. After that, when we were in the when we were in the Savalier, I had said I would consider. You as I do, Elaine, under my protection. That is still the case. You do not have to. I was admittedly caught in the wells. We had just fought a dragon. This happens. I will not let anything happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a while. brief flash on of like actual emotion on Seeker's face, and you can tell. Well, anyone looking can probably tell that he was considering knocking Price out again. I mean, <clears throat> you did nothing to be sorry for in that situation. No, that I, I, I'm making you split your responsibility. You are not. You are not making me do anything. I offer. (coughs) 
it is not a burden, it is a duty. And within, within my family and within the Royal Watch, duty is an honor. Being responsible for your safety is an honor. About this time is when you guys come up to the uh, uh, seeker. You see the the cave. Hmm. Then I um. We'll head that way and okay. see if there's anything inside. So you walk up to it. We're cut away from this really quick. Is there anything going on down back in the canyon? Um, Cameron is mostly just sort of standing over what Walkbell, kneeling over Karis, sort of uh, if Karis eventually... Sorry? No, I'm just muttering to myself. Oh, I thought somebody else. Um, and it's basically, yeah, just going to sort of keep guard, make sure Karis is... Uh, uh, make sure nobody comes to attack Karis, but also that Karis doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Does does Karis, in the time, I don't know how long the rest of the party are wandering off. It's probably uh, does, going to be a good 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, does Karis sort of come to at all in that time? No. Still a complete fool of misery. Cool. That's fine. Yeah, no, he'll just, he'll just be checking on her, make sure she's not in any immediate danger of dying. She's obviously a bit wounded, but we all are. It's okay, Zerim's going to fix some of that. Uh, Zerim um, will drop a... We're going to spend some sorcery points to get some fucking spell slots back. Um, but yeah, otherwise he's sort of just going to be kneeling there, and then eventually he'll just sort of sit down Um, and, and sort of... Yeah, next to... Uh, and, uh, you know, after a few, uh, after, I don't know, five or ten minutes, you'll just be like, she's fine, by the way. Walk, walking away. Looked scared, but she's alive. And, Cameron, you also get six hit points back. Oh, nice. Zeremus handing out creepy healing to everybody. She didn't notice that you did get hurt. Yeah. Sort of shudders at the creepy bugs, but sort of nods and thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, he... But, uh, like, other than the healing sort of thing, I think, like, Karen's gonna try to keep others away and just be like, hey, just let her yeah. 
And yeah, so he'll 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 mention her as like, yeah, no, she's she she's uh, looked scared, but she's alive. Trusting that Kiris will know. Zerima, for the record, will keep about. She's staying within five feet, but she's not okay. crowded. Right. And yeah, otherwise he'll just sit there and have a drink from his canteen cool. or whatever, and and uh, just wait. Sounds good. For everybody to get back. So up top. So, so you guys, the cavern is uh, uh, the the the. Uh, a canyon, not cavern, canyon, is basically, you guys are going sort of north and north and, uh, and east from the cavern. And you guys come up on what looks like this, this is, you know, rising in the elevation. And what looks like pretty clearly, you know, it's, it's, it's natural cavernous. But there is in front of the cavern you see there is a there are there are some trees that have been if you were just passing by and not paying attention, they could easily be seen as just having fallen down. But to seeker, clearly these were arranged here as sort of a natural buffer. To this okay. sort of cave entrance, which does look more or less, it could have fit that dragon. All right. You don't know if it it's the dragon's home, but it could be. Well, either way, it looks like a place where we could stay, yeah. so I'm going to go inside and check it quickly. Okay. Just go ahead and roll me a, just roll me a survival roll to Earth. Yeah, survival. To sur- er- yeah, survival. Hey! <laughs> Rolled above a ten. Yay! Uh, so you make your way carefully in. Uh, there are not, you do not see any traps, uh, any natural traps, any magical traps, anything like that. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, and as you head in, I mean, it's not hard to guess that there is probably, there is just sort of a natural chill in here. Yeah. Um, it is very much, it is a little bit slippery. Like, if you had your choice of anywhere to take, to, to take a rest for the night, hmm. this would not be it, but, if you don't have options, it's not at all bad. Um, okay. it sort of it, it moves in 
once you get in sort of out of the out of the the open air and the like yeah it's cold but there you can light a fire there's stuff that you can do this looks like it will be pretty pretty workable it okay. does go right. a good ways back then i will upon seeing that check it just make sure there's no you know Nothing lying in wait. Right. Um, briefly. And then once I've assessed that, I will head back out and go back to, um, the rest of the group. Yeah, you do not see anything. You do see a, it's not a huge horde, but there is a small horde there. Oh. Cool. Um, I'll leave it for now. Yeah. And we'll come back. Yep. Yeah, eventually you come out, you everybody else, the the two outside, you you guys head down or head back. Meet up uh, with actually. The can I can I stay behind? I would not recommend it. I I don't want to go back there just yet. Looks blankly and confused. Why? Because it's still there. She. Uh -huh. She's coming here. I, I, I know. I need some time. That isn't. I will stay here with with Brian. Okay, I will go get the the rest. Really well. Like looking confused, just walks off. Fair. Yeah, you meet up with the rest of the group. They are as they are. I have found the lair. There are. Defensive-ish measures. It will be a good place to rest. And there is some sort of treasure there. We should go. That sound. That sounds like it's Raymond speaking up. That sounds like it'll work. Gareth, are you good to? Travel? Um. Keris just kind of gets up and starts just heading in whichever direction Zika came from. Doesn't Fair say enough. anything. As that happens, I'd be like, prize is being weird. I do not understand it, but I do not need to. Cameron will help guide Karis. Yep. Assuming she lets him. Um. Yeah. And uh, 
Yep. And you guys... You go to the cave. Yep. Yep. Uh, as you guys approach, um, you guys see this cave. Uh, Quaven is, is, is definitely front prize for every year vended up. Iggy's taking up the position between where people will be coming from and you. Um, guys all converge. Um, I'd like to like, stand up and like go to approach Karis. Okay. Um, uh, camera, Karis camera move. Flinches. Oh, sorry. Uh, Karis flinches back. Uh, I'm still approaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cameron is going to step in front and sort of hold up his hand. Are you... What? In this awkward moment, Seeker is going to steamroller through and just go into the cave and start setting up a fire. Legit. <laughs> What what can I tell from Price as they approach as she approaches? Uh looks like might have been crying, uh is just there there's no like I'm not going for a knife or anything like that. There's just a, a lack of tension. Okay. Oh. Are you Are you okay? Uh please let me through. Sort of looks at Prize and sort of glances <laughs> back at Karis and then will sort of step to the side, but is clearly present. I'm going to try and uh, hug Karis. Karis kind of lynches back again, head down, shoulders slumped, but. When you don't attack or do anything like that, um, she allows the hug. I, I'm sorry. I, I know I know that you said that no thoughts are bad, but I, I, I couldn't help it. I could only see you as a monster. But, um, but, but I know I know what it's like to have things you're not in control of. Harris just mumbles as if to herself, uh, you're not the only one to think I'm a monster. I am a monster. But you're not my friend. She doesn't respond to that, but you do see that she is silently crying. And I, I'll just hug tighter. Yeah. Doesn't try and pull away, doesn't move, just kind of stands there. 
And I pull out the bear, the bear suplex. Ha ha, got you. <laughs> no. All right. So as um, Seeker is inside setting up, uh, setting up a fire, this sort of awkward yet very heartwarming scene uh, uh, unfolds outside and some 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 bridges are quickly mended bonds are shared that seems like a pretty good time point to call for this week so say goodbye everybody goodbye goodbye goodbye, goodbye.